Let me ask you a question. Have you ever set a New Year's resolution or a goal of some sort only for that goal just to pretty much fall flat on its face within two to four weeks time? Well, you're not alone. This used to be the way that I approached every single new year. In this episode, I am going to share with you how to approach change so that it actually sticks and you can go on to lead that extraordinary life that you know that you came here to experience. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence and for spending your quality time and energy with me today here on the show. Now, this topic is one that is extremely important for us, especially going into this new year. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever set a New Year's resolution or a goal of some sort only for that goal just to pretty much fall flat on its face within two to four weeks time? Well, you're not alone. This used to be the way that I approached every single new year. I would tell myself things like, I'm not going to drink anymore. Back when I was an addict, I would tell myself that I was going to be a better parent, that I was going to show up different in my life. And every single time that goal only lasted a couple days. It's embarrassing to admit, but it's true. And sometimes some of the goals that I would set for myself never actually even got started. Okay. Now, looking back from where I am today versus where I was back then, I know exactly why this happened. Because today, I am not that same person that I was before. I make new choices and life is amazing. Life is so much better now than I could actually ever have dreamed of back five years ago. Now, the purpose of this obviously isn't to just talk about myself, but it's to get to the fact of the matter. And the fact of the matter is this. If you are going out setting New Year's resolutions, and I mean this with so much love, but it's likely not going to stick. Now, don't get me wrong, sometimes it does, but majority of the time it won't. And in this episode, I am going to share with you how to approach change so that it actually sticks and you can go on to lead that extraordinary life that you know that you came here to experience. But before we get into all the juiciness to the topic, I do first want to invite you to follow me over on Facebook and Instagram. Both of those links are down in the description below. You can easily just click the link and hit follow and we will be connected there. And just as a reminder, when you follow me on either Instagram or Facebook, I do take questions that I will answer here on this podcast. So if you are interested in me answering one of the questions that you have that's burning inside of you, then please feel free to send me a message. Don't be shy because if there's a way that I can help you, there's nothing more than I would love than to do just that. So going back to the topic, what can we do to get our next level to stick and to become 
part of our lives. Well, it's really interesting because me contemplating this, especially from the perspective of an ex-addict, I realized that when people fail at resolutions, uh, it's the same reason that people fail at quitting an addiction. And when we dig deep down into the core, what's behind that? What's behind that failure or that inability to go through with something that we know we want to experience and we know is good for us, but we end up not doing it. What is behind that? That's what we need to get at. And for each and every one of us, it's going to be different. But the very paradox of that is that it's also very much the same. So what I mean by different is we all have our own limiting beliefs. We have our own gauge of how good life can be. That's why we have so much diversity. When you actually take a look at it, what you see is people who are co-creating the realities off of this set point of who they think that they are and what is available to them. So for example, before I decided to radically change my life, I was stuck in this identity that I was always going to be poor, that people who came from a background like I did were never going to be successful, that we didn't deserve or that I didn't deserve to be successful, that having boundaries were bad and hurt other people, that I was a destined failure at everything that I did, and that basically the cards that I was dealt can never be changed. I can never shuffle them and choose new cards. So I thought that I was stuck in a life that was very, very kind of sad and miserable. I thought that that was normal for people like me because that's how I was raised. It's also what I witnessed growing up. And then I thought that the cards that I was dealt in life were the only cards that I could ever use in this lifetime. It never once crossed my mind that I could put those cards back into the deck, shuffle them, and pull out new cards because I saw my world as fixed. Very few people around me growing up operated from a place of empowerment, so I always felt victimized as if I couldn't make any changes. Now, of course, this sounds very far left field, but here's the thing. All of these thoughts they were running in my unconscious awareness. I didn't even know that I felt this way. I was just operating from these limiting beliefs and these false identities of who I thought I was that was keeping me stuck. It was definitely keeping me from being able to make the changes that I truly knew were good for me. And the more that I tried to make a change with just my pure willpower, which is what we do when we create New Year's resolutions, the more I failed, the more I fell on my face over and over again, which just fed the false belief that I was a failure in the first place. Do you see the trap here? Many of us deal with this at a very unconscious level and we don't even realize it, A, because we don't take the time to inquire about why we do what we do, and B, because sometimes we are completely just blinded from our own belief systems. And let me tell you, what you believe about yourself is very, very 
much weaved together into your identity. And that's just the way it is here on this earth plane, unless we are conscious about these things and we become the co-creator and the designer of our own lives. And that's what an extraordinary life is, right? It's being able to do the things that you truly want to do, the things that are calling you, the things that make you feel good, that make you feel like you're living in alignment with your purpose. So what changed? How did I get here from being on that cycle that kept me trapped for so many years? How did I break out of that cycle? Well, I'm going to tell you, I had to go within. I had to go within and go into this deep self exploration to see why I was doing the things I was, what I wanted, and what it was going to take for me to become that person. Because it's not just about having a mindset change, okay? That is important. It's not just about an emotional change. That's equally important. But it's the blending of all of it together that creates the embodiment. And without embodiment, we don't have anything. We will live a projection of what it is that we want to experience. And it'll always feel like it is just out of our reach. So what I did is I surrendered, meaning that I accepted where I was. And then I started going within and I started asking questions. I started asking questions like, what is keeping me from being able to be successful with quitting alcohol and quitting cigarettes? And then I realized that I was running from my life. I was using cigarettes and alcohol as a reason to run away. It was an escape mechanism because I didn't want to see what was going on inside. There was too much pain there, too much shame, too much guilt. So anytime that I felt stressed, I would run and go repress that stress with cigarettes and alcohol. Now, we don't have to have cigarettes and alcohol to repress what's going on inside of us. Sometimes we do it with just our minds. But the thing is, is that I had to go within. And that's exactly what it's going to take for you. Now, I know that this world looks absolutely chaotic right now. I know it's extremely challenging to pull your attention in when you have so much out there that's demanding your attention. But that is the trap. Because the more that we give our attention to these distractions, the less we give to ourselves. And we are the ones who can only be the one to make the change. Right? Us and the divine in perfect harmony. So ask yourself some questions. What is stopping you from having the relationship that you want? Maybe it's the health that you want. Maybe it's the financial piece that's missing in your life or you feel like you desire something there. You have to go within to figure out, first of all, what it is that you want, what's missing, and what's blocking you from receiving that. The next thing you're going to want to do is you need to ask yourself, what does that next level look like? If you were to have that perfect relationship, right, which perfect is very subjective, but 
if you were to have your ideal relationship, what would that look like? Who would you have to become? How might you approach the relationship in a completely different way than you normally would? Or let's say it's a health thing. What is it that's stopping you from getting the health that you want? Now, don't use your mind when you're answering these questions. This takes practice, but you've got to learn how to get really still inside and then ask these questions and then let them come to you. You have to get into a receptive mode for them to come to you so that you are not operating from a projected space. So for me, when I wanted to quit smoking cigarettes, for example, I had to ask myself, who was I as a non-smoker? Because this took up a large portion of my day. In fact, I planned everything that I did around my habit. So what was I going to do in the meantime? And what was I going to do when I ended up getting stressed out and I used that cigarette as a crutch? What was I going to do instead to replace that habit with a new one? And then the answer started coming to me. And it was pretty much do nothing, (laughs) which sounds counterproductive because a lot of people will tell you that they distract themselves to keep their mind off of it. But that is where we run into problems. Because if we are running back to distraction, all that's doing is replacing one distraction with another distraction, and it's never actually getting to the core problem. So I had to sit with myself and I had to feel all those uncomfortable feelings that I was trying to run away from. And slowly over time, I got to the point where I could see myself as a non-smoker. So instead of going and lighting up a cigarette, I would sit there and I would sit with the the feelings that I was having and I would let them go. And eventually what ended up happening is that I picked up hobbies along the way, not to distract myself, no, but they naturally started taking place. And I also picked up new habits and those hobbies and habits made a huge impact on my ability to shift my perception of who I was. Then I started telling myself who I was deliberately. And that is really important. So take note here because you want to make sure that you are very deliberate in what you tell yourself about who you are. I started telling myself the affirmation of, I am a non-smoker. And the more that I told myself this at the beginning, of course, I didn't believe it. But the more that I told myself this, the more it became a reality for me. Now, when people ask me, Cody, do you have cravings for cigarettes? I can 100% tell them no. And they are shocked. They don't understand why. And it's because it takes an identity shift. That is the missing link. It takes an identity shift. And then you have to embody the new identity. So you have to act it out. You have to become the person that has the thing that you are wanting. I know that it's tough, but I also know that it's possible. And I am proof of that. So of course, we want to get our thoughts on board. And a great way to do that is through affirmative prayer. It's getting yourself into a receptive mode a very calm place within that stillness that we are talking about. And then you start feeding your subconscious mind what it is that you want to shift. 
So let's take health for example. If you are wanting a health miracle where you feel amazing and whatever it is that you've been struggling with is now healed. Now, it's probably a big leap for you to say, I am healthy, I am healed, especially if you're dealing with a lot of pain. However, you can take a step at a time. And instead of saying something like that, you would say something that you can get on board with. So you would say, I am becoming healthy. Thank you for guiding me towards the choices that are going to bring me health. And what you're doing is you're speaking directly to your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is like children. So they have to have very clear communication. So we can't say something like, I am not sick anymore. That'll send the completely wrong message. It'll be confusing. And instead, you might just manifest something that you don't want. So keep it clear and make sure that it's a true desire that's coming from within. But the only way that you will know if it's a true desire is that if you sit with yourself and you ask yourself what it is that you need, what is holding you back, and what is your next level, right? So to recap, setting goals or New Year's resolutions oftentimes end up in failure. And the reason for that is because we are pushing so far with our willpower to try to change something that's deeper than that. In order to create lasting change, you will need a total identity shift. The way that you shift your identity is through figuring out what you believe about yourself and what kind of beliefs that you have that are holding you back. The way that you do that is by getting silent and asking the questions. Once you have the answer, you know what to work with. And then you will practice your affirmative prayer and you will take the actions of the embodiment of the person that you know you need to become in every chance that you get. The more that you can take action from that place of embodiment, the quicker you will get to where you want to be. However, sometimes it might take a little bit longer, but you want to have that consistency and you want to make sure that you are patient with yourself and that you give yourself compassion and space. Change does not happen in the blink of an eye. You can't undo 30 years of programming in one night and expect it to just change. But it doesn't have to take years either. It can happen if you are dedicated and if you are consistent and you are devoted to living an extraordinary life. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please consider going over to iTunes and leaving a five-star written review so that more people can see this podcast. And if you feel like you need some help with your own journey, feel free to reach out to me to see if we would be a good fit to work together. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye.